Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. So today I am joined by Matt Horder and Matt Horder is a financial planner and transition coach and works for Magus. That's it. Magus Private Wealth. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. So why are we getting together today? What this, what's all this about? Talking about finance and, and the focus on why. How does that even work? Well, you've kindly invited me onto your podcast because you have a very, very good concept, the focus on why. And um, and it's something that has probably been missing from our industry for quite a number of years. And um, following my move to Magus in 2016, I got to see a very different way of giving financial advice to my clients, and uh, and it was a real eye opener. And it's and um, and it's through Magus and the way they do their financial planning that I've seen a whole world for myself as much as my clients, which are families, business owners, and individuals. And um, and it all starts with the why, you know. Amazing. That, yeah. So yeah. how is it different to how you were operating before? So that it was a big shift change for you. Well, I worked for a very big company and um, they were very much driven by assets under management, you know, just as the sort of like the standard industry model. And, uh, you know, I came from a family family business, Hoarder and Company, um, you know, started in 95. You know, dad had his business, sold it in 2004, you know, to a company very similar to Magus. But, you know, that company over the next uh, 10, 11 years grew and grew. Um, and it just felt that the... The, the model that they had, which was, as I said, assets under management, very sales driven, you know, bonuses, you know, driven, you know, targets. And it just didn't sit right with me. And I was like, this is, this is real people's money. This is real life. This is not for me. Um, and so in 2015, I made the, made the, uh, the, the decision that this, this company and this, this, this way of doing business is not right for me. And, um, and I'd never heard of Magus before. And a friend of mine said, look, you really need to go and speak to these, these, these guys. Um, and, um, and I did. And in 2016, you know, moved across, um, brought my, my individual clients across. I've got some corporate clients as well, but, uh, primarily it was, there were, there were two reasons. There were personal reasons. You know, what was my why for coming across? And it really was, I wanted to take back control of my life. I didn't want to be driven by the 25 days holiday. I didn't want to be driven by sales targets. I didn't want to have sales managers over me. You know, I went, it's, Matt, it's time to get back control of your life. So there was a really powerful why that I needed to step away from, from where I was. But also I wanted to go, well, how am I best going to serve my clients? You know, and I, the best way I felt was, have a smaller number of clients and look after them better. Um, and, and I felt that Magus were, was the company that was going to allow me to do that. And so far, I've been proved, uh, proved right. Sounds like the Jerry Maguire style, show me the money, but in a different <laughs> way, just have a few number of clients and, and really look after them properly. 
that's it show me the why um yeah. you know re, re, and 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 um and so when you when you asked me to come on the podcast Amy, I, you know it just it so resonated with me because i was like wow you know we are doing this already and it's it's something that it's so overlooked and I, I want to share with you a story uh, that happened to me this morning, Amy. Um, and uh, a very good family friend of mine, you know, she, I called her up. She's 74. Uh, she sadly lost her, her husband through motor neurons disease. And um, she's on her own and she's finding it very difficult to deal with all the things that need to go on in life, certainly looking after the finances, um, um, although she did have her own business. Um, but, you know, you know, her husband was very much, uh, you know, who sort of kind of took care of the money, as, as is often the case in, in older relationships. Um, but we had a conversation that the client was talking to me and she was just going straight to the how. She said, well, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I was like, whoa, slow down slow down we're missing two parts of the jigsaw puzzle here and when we started to just backpedal a little bit all of a sudden the anxiety started to fall away and we and the why became the house she was going to purchase but when i said this is about you bringing your life back to life and she went oh yeah and all of a sudden, we've gone from how we're going to do stuff, the money, 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 to, oh, what is it that it's for me? And what is my purpose? And I just, that only happened about two hours ago. Um, and it was, it just, just reinforced exactly what conversations I'm having with clients now. You know, we're not all about the money anymore. And how does she feel after the end of that call with you? Well, she's a very good family friend and, and it's very difficult to have these sort of conversations. You know, you've really got to work out, you know, where, the, you know, you've got to find the line between the professional part of you, the friend part of you, the family friend part of you. And, and also you've got to, you, there's a piece that I'm trying to do as well. And this is the intangible piece of where I see the value is, is that, you know, I'm also trying to educate clients to break down how they may think about a problem, you know, and my role is to also try and subtly try and re-educate them to think about a problem in a different way um, and because money is a very emotional subject for people you know and and my job is to take that emotion out and give it the objectivity it needs and so we had quite a heated conversation and I've got to tell you I don't enjoy them you know I don't think anyone does especially with people you know and love but You've got to get the truth out there. You've got to, that's why they're paying you. You've got to give them your professional point of view. And so at the end of it, we were both going, oh, wow. We were both relaxed. We both felt a sense of we've accomplished something there. We've got to the right. So the why right do people answer. have such complicated relationships with money? How, how has that come about? Well, remember, a lot of it is all around the scripts that were given to us when we were younger. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we grow up is, and one of the great questions that, 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 that I ask clients is, is, you know, just tell me what was, what was life like growing up? What, what was, what did money mean to you when you were growing up? You know, what, how, what role did money play? Well, of course, you know, I, you know, with some of my older clients who are sort of like 70, 75, you know, there was a much more of a frugal sense of money. The spending was not come. It was, it was just not part of their upbringing. Um, and so they like cash, 
you know, and if they're in the market, they get nervous, of course. So in an environment like right now, um, you know, well, actually, this is slightly different. I'll go back to 2007, eight, when it was just around the banking crisis, you know, there was a lot of focus on the money and, oh my gosh, my money's gone down. I've lost X. And of course you have to remind clients, you haven't lost anything. You know, it's a paper value. You only lose it if you go to cash. Now, if you allow their emotion to drive the decision making or they were looking after the money on their own, they would all be in cash because that's the natural state, my, uh, you know, decision that you would do. Whereas my job is to say, no, you've got to sit tight. The difference between now is there's a far bigger problem than money. You and know, I can see how this transition coach role is so crucial to what you do in the in the planning of people's finances, because it's it's not just the the physical tangible money that they've got to invest. It's it's what is driving the the long term interest in why they're wanting to plan. You know what, and they're probably not even thinking about that at the time when you're you're having uncomfortable conversations probably much sooner than they would be wanting to have those. Well, there's, there's no question that, that the old adage, get comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, it's, it's, it's true because, you know, we have to get out of our comfort zone and we have to have uncomfortable conversations. And like I said, I don't like having them, but my job is to take the manana out of people's worlds. And of course, we're always going to put aside the conversation that we don't want to have, or I'll deal with that tomorrow, or, or, you know, when I get round to it, or, you know, I just go on holiday, or I just do that. And of course, the stalling tactics that anyone would use for their own, you know, for some of the things that they need to do personally, well, you know, people are paying me to, to bring those to the top of their priority list and make them accountable for it. And that's another one of those intangible benefits is that my job is to, is to help them get things done and to to have difficult conversations and actually those difficult conversations like anything it's it's in our minds they are far worse than they ever are you know and that's just the human mind isn't it we we plays tricks on us uh, you know anxiety worry stress oh my god what are these what is he going to ask me and then once the conversation happens People go, oh, thank you, Matt. That was that was good. I, I didn't expect that to be. I didn't expect that to be as easy as it was. And you know what? I really feel a lot clearer now. I understand why you were asking me to deal with that now. I understand the cost of not doing that thing now. Yeah, thank you. I will go back and speak to my, you know, my other half or my family about what we discussed. Um, and that is a very rewarding part of the job. But, you know, it starts with the bigger picture again. It starts with this big why piece. You know, without that, if there's no context, there's no why. It means that the how becomes even harder and the conversations become harder because people don't understand why, they, why they're doing what they're doing. So when you moved to this new role in 2016 and you, you hadn't really been operating with this type of model before, it was something that you sort of adapted to. How is it? been applied to your own life uh well i i have been very keen over certainly in the last three years of a journey of self-discovery and um and i've really been sort of turning you know i've i've been very blessed with a with 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 with, you know with a good life i've got you know i've got one wonderful friends family you know and a lovely partner and you know i've been blessed to do some great things and but a lot of it has been very much around a sort of a, a an the external experiences of life, you know, and, um, 
you know, I, I spent some time being sort of a ski instructor. I've had a sabbatical, you know, in, 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 you know, in Verbier learning to do, to do some ski instructing. You know, I've had some wonderful charity stuff, um, certainly with, you know, I, you know, name drop Lawrence Delalio and, 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 Delalio Rugby Works, you know, I've been blessed to be able to take three weeks off and go and do, and to go and do, to go and do charity bike rides. But, you know, they're all like outside experiences. And, you know, I was going, Matt, I think you need to turn, you need to turn the torch inside. You know, there's, you've got to, you, you need to understand a little bit more about who you are. And, um, and it starts with the why. And, and I was really trying to work out what is it that, that is going to get me out of bed every morning um because you know at 47 now I, I feel i'm at this sort of kind of what we call the prepare repair recovery discovery stage of life and um you know and i and i and i feel that i've got to find out what my why is what my purpose is so that i can then just sort of tee myself up for the next you know 30 years of life or 40 if i'm lucky um and so these questions that i've been asking clients you know it's been you know, it's been, it's turning the back on myself. And is it fair to say that you didn't really see this coming and it was a bit of a, a revelation? This, I, 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 I've got one of my, one of my favorite films is a, a film called Get Shorty with John Travolta in. And it's basically about this guy is a Shylock and he just, he's just, his story is just evolving as he goes along. And he's telling this film director about his story and the film director goes, well, is that it? And he goes, yeah, that's it. Because the next bit hasn't happened yet. And, and, and it brings me back to, to this wonderful book I read by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. And it really, it really is about give the present moment your fullest attention. If you give the moment your fullest attention, that is where you'll make the best decisions. And that is where, you know, and that's what I tell clients as well, is that we, when we're having our conversations together, put your phones down. You know, this is our time together to get the best out of this moment. And, and it's been through that process that I've used myself. And, um, and, and I found that, you know, it's, it's, it's been very rewarding and I'm seeing some, some, some good changes. Um, and, but it's certainly I never saw this coming when I, when I moved to Magus. And what would have happened if you hadn't have moved to Magus? What would you, how would you be living right now? I mean, that is a very good question. How would I be living now? Well, um, I know I wouldn't still be but at my old place. My 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 conscience wouldn't allow me to uh, to to have stayed there any longer. Um, if I'd have if I'd have known more about the sort of like the coaching role that I'm that I'm that I'm moving into the sort of the transitional coaching piece, um, which is which is which is pretty mirroring what I do within the financial planning space. Um, I, I feel that more of my time would have been spent on that, you know, coaching coaching. Again, it would have been individuals, you know, families and business owners. You know, um, you know, how can we transition through life? We've all got to do it. So I, I think probably that would have been a, a a course of a course of action I would have taken. So you would have probably you would have found this sort of journey of self-discovery because it was something that you started to question and and but your role has just sort of endorsed and reinforced what you you're doing both at home and at work. Um, I it has and and Amy you since the introduction of podcasts and YouTube I I watch very little TV. Um, I don't watch any news and I, and I am, and I am 
truly trying to be the guardian of of the information that comes into my mind because you know someone else is programming me to 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 feel and think what they want to and so uh, since the introduction of podcasts you know tony robbins I, I listened to one in december 2017 it was find your purpose it was with a guy called james altringer altringer um but it was just it just all came to life and and the this is what I've got to do. I've got to find my purpose. And education from YouTube and podcasts has been an absolute delightful journey. And that's where I found most of the things that I'm working on today because the best minds are out there and you get them for nothing. I, I totally agree. And I think that being selective on the input that you have is, is so crucial. I, I, again, don't also don't listen or watch the news. Things will filter through to you eventually. It's not, but to to spend time for me on the things that I re- deem really important for me it's it's acquisition of knowledge and so I am a big reader but I get to choose what it is I read and how I consume that information and then also how I apply it and I think that you know what you're saying is that something will resonate with you and then you you will pursue that and you will take ownership of it and but also you're using it to benefit your clients which is fantastic Absolutely, and one of the big, one of the key messages that really there's you look you look for you look for common themes with 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 when when I'm listening to podcasts or YouTube's I, I know what I'm looking after I know what I'm looking for, but I'm looking for a common message, and and in the role that I do, my job is to ask good questions. My job is to ask good questions and sit there and say nothing. And the less I say in meetings, the better because. It's the client's story that I'm after. And there's no way that a client's story is ever going to come out if I'm talking. So how we shape our conversations, how we find the stories, how we engage our clients to feel confident and and comfortable enough for them to share those stories is is where I'm is where I'm I'm learning every day. And I learn from the best and I learn from what I what I what I what I gather from podcasts and what I get from YouTube and what I get from my own industry. There's another guy called Andy Hart who uh, who's set up the Voyantist. I mean, he he's he he is one great guy to have in in our industry. He's a young guy as well, and um, you know he he he's just taking these concepts and turning the industry around. And um, he's uh, he's he's definitely someone I like to follow as well. Um, but it's it's ask a good question and just listen to the answer. And, and you will find what, you know, what you need to, to you, you will find what you need it, to help piece together a client's financial plan and deliver it so that it actually matches what they want. I think that's very powerful. And I think what you're sort of inferring is that money is not the main part of the conversation. Money is almost, it's almost not talked about. I mean, clearly it is. It's financial planning. Um, but there's a really lovely metaphor that I like to try and bring across to clients is to say, look, the car analogy is so easy. Everyone understands it. You know, my job is to basically create the model or find the model that works for you. And that's the plan. The engine is the investment strategy and the money is the fuel. You need the fuel to run your car. You need the fuel to run your life. You need the money to run your life. But you've got to make sure that you've got the right engine in the right car, in the right model, and you put the right fuel in. But you don't build your car around the fuel. 
So if we build everything around the money, we, we're going we're gonna to come unstuck. We're, we're not going to get the right outcome. And so, but don't get me wrong, it's an integrated process, but the why piece is the shape of the car. And, uh, and I think that's, and that's, that's really where the, 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 the fulfilling conversations come from. You know, we leave the fuel to the end. And I think with your sort of metaphor there or your analogy is that who drives that car? Who is at the focal point of that whole system? And that's you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the client. It's the family. You know, if it's a family, it needs to be a bigger, needs to be a bigger size car. You know, it needs to be a family car. You know, if it's just sort of a young entrepreneurial, you know, guy, girl who's, who's just looking for, you know, I, uh, you know, somewhere to, to put money, grow their wealth. Well, they don't need the, the seven seater, you know, mm -hmm. so plans will vary depending on, on who I'm dealing with. I think the clarity that you're working towards for your clients is, is very important that they, they are working on themselves, that you're helping them to sort their own plan essentially. So it's, it's not like you're recommending things. You are allowing them to, to carve out their own path. Yeah, I'm not going, here you go, there's four models, pick one, and uh, and there you've got two colours, blue or red, you know, that was the old school way, you know, there you go, you can have a blue or a red one, you know, or if it was uh, Model T, you know, back in the Henry Ford's day, black only, um, you know, as, a, as you know, they design the car, it's, a, you, know, we're, you know, I'm trying to create for them, or for them to create their own bespoke life, you know, that's, that's you know, we've only got one crack at this. So, um, and if I can help people find that vision for themselves, then, then, then I feel that, you know, I've done my, I've done my job. And how does it feel to be such a positive influence in this space? Um, well, it's, I've, it hasn't always been like that. You know, it's, um, you know, there's, there's always, there's been reservations. There's been, there's been mistrust. There's, you know, a lot of things have happened in our industry where, where, you know the industry has 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 let the retail client down um and um you know we've been caught in the middle of that space and um so a, a lot of work has been done in trying to break clients preconceived ideas around you know what we do um and and how we can serve them um but when that message does get across to them and they see the benefits and they see the value then it's, it's there's no greater feeling, and um, you know the cost of getting it wrong in a very complicated world is far greater than it would be far greater than any fee that I charge. You know, it really will. Um, so uh, um, and so I, I I really am sort of feel blessed that I'm able to to be on the front line of this for clients now. And how has it changed since sort of working at home recently for you from as a as a with your clients, how has, it, has the communication changed at all? Well, if you, if 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 I if we take that that our industry or my role is all about relationships, you know, it's building client relationships, it's getting them to believe and trust in me, and my job is to make sure that I know their personal situations inside out, and that I give them the peace of mind that. They can entrust me with with their money and their plans. Well, you know that would maybe be a meeting once a year, maybe quarterly, depending on a client's a, what a client wants. But you know, I'm calling clients you know once a week, 
you know, this is this this period that we find ourselves in, out of all the troubles and the difficulties that are going on, and and anyone who's suffering, you know, from COVID at the moment, you know, my thoughts go out to you. Um, but when it but with regard to my clients, my job is to make sure that they know I'm still here, and and it's been a revelation, really, you know, just just reinforcing that 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 client message and that client connection i'm here for you and i'm calling them up how you doing guys you okay you know do you need me to bring anything around for you you know certainly my older ones who are who are, who are vulnerable you know I've, you know I've, I've said look you know do you need me to drop anything at the front door they've been matt i really appreciate the call that's very kind of you you know and you know, five years ago just that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have happened so it's been uh, it's been very rewarding so what would your sort of core messages be to people right now who are thinking about planning their finances and they haven't, but now they've, they realize just how important it might be, but they feel a bit overwhelmed maybe. In the situation we find ourselves in now, I think people have realized that with a flick of a switch, they can go, they can go from feeling I'm okay to I'm not okay. And they will find, they will see the cracks in any plan or any strategy that they may have been having. And I think this vulnerability that, that people will be feeling is we need to get our house in order or we we took our eye off that or oh, we should have done that. And oh my gosh, have I got my, is our wills and power of attorney in place? All of a sudden, when things go the other way or the wrong way, that seems to be the call of action for people. Well, actually, our job as planners is to do the prep work in the sunshine, you know, so that you don't want to be putting your plans, even thinking about them when the world is in a tough place. You want to be doing that when the sun's out, when you're on the front foot. And so, you know, my, my message to anyone is, is, is that take the man out. My job is to take the manana out of, out of my client's world. So if you need something done, then today is as good a time as any. And, 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 and we want to be making difficult decisions or doing financial planning when we're on the front foot. And so that is another key message here is, is that anything that we do while we're on the back foot can often lead to poor decision making. And we want to make sure that our clients make the right decisions for the right outcome. And really the best way of doing that is metaphorically in the sunshine. I get that. And I think that, you know, you are showing up every day physically for, for some clients, but virtually for, for majority of them. And, you know, that's, that's definitely an admirable thing. What else are you doing just to sort of get yourself through this on front and keep a positive frame of mind? Um, well, something popped into my head in my, to my little head um, about 25 days ago, and I've no idea why I did it, but I thought, we could be in lockdown for a while. And I thought, what is it that I can do with myself? And I thought, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to rekindle a passion. And my passion was always playing records. Now, I can't call myself a DJ because anyone who's watched me play records with two turntables will know that the transition between one record and the next may not be as smooth as someone that may call themselves a DJ. Um, but I have well, called myself DJ two tracks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to get back to playing records again. So I fired the decks up, put some records on, 
played a couple of tracks. I recorded it for someone as a bit of a laugh, and they said, can I have day two? I went, really? Okay. So every day for the last 25 days, I've been releasing the Hunker Bunker set, um, uh, DJ two tracks, and I've really just been, I've been playing two records. Um, I've been putting a little story or a little message, a little positive message into that. A few shout outs to a few friends, whether it be a birthday or someone doing something out in the wide world trying to help people. And um, just hopefully giving a little uh, little lift to people during this difficult time. And uh, it's, been, uh, it's been very re- rewarding, let me tell you. Well, what started out as a bit of fun has definitely cheered up um, some, you know, the day for me and and anyone else who's caring to listen, look, watch over my shoulder when I'm doing it. But no, it's, it definitely has brought people together. And and for you, the one focus on your why, your passion, has been to to rekindle that. And it's probably something that you're likely to continue afterwards because you you realise how much you enjoyed it. Well, I had I had day thirty as as really the cutoff, but you know I, this is going to go day thirty one, day thirty two, and and again back to back to kind of what I, one of the messages I said to people on the hunker bunker. I said, look, we've all got to shorten our time scales, time frames. You know, we you know whereas before we'd be planning holidays six months a year in advance. You know, that, that that's not that's not that's not an option to us anymore. And so when we bring it our time scales back, it's amazing how our anxieties drop our stresses drop. And so the hunker bunker sets are just every day as they come, it allows me to just one of my one of my key messages that I tell myself, I say, Matt, you must give the present moment your fullest attention. And so when I'm doing on these hunker bunker sets, there is no past, there is no future. It's just me, my little iPhone, my two records, and whatever falls out of my mouth. I think that that makes a lot of sense. And the the present moment is a tough one. You know, we're always thinking about what what comes next and forgetting about what's happening right now. Yeah, well, it's the human condition, you know, and uh, we're driven by this sort of this modern mind of to do lists and striving and and action. And and actually, this is probably you know without realizing it, this is a this 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 world we find ourselves in. Is, is a reset on, on many levels, whether it be a global scale or just your own level. And, um, and, and really one of the things that we, we, we want to be doing is let's bring the attention back to ourselves again. You know, let's not worry about what the world's doing. The world will take care of itself. You know, why don't we learn to take care of ourselves? And this is a great opportunity to, to do that. I think a lot of people fail to take care of themselves. They're so busy helping others. I think that's a really good message. Well, I think uh, it'd be it'd be something that we we feel guilty of. I think there's an element of all oh, guilt, shame, or oh, I shouldn't be looking after myself. I should be helping others. That's what that's what I'm meant to be doing in life. And uh, and and sure, that's a you know that, that there is a there is a role to play for that. But you know, put your oxygen mask on before helping others is a great analogy. It's been said a lot, but it's so true. You know, you know, we've got to we got to be strong so that we can help others. Absolutely. So, how would people get? To- in touch with you, Matt. What's the best way to reach out to you if they want to have a chat? Well, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a very simple guy, um, believe it or not, and so I'm not really in, into into all the social media other than for the hunker bunker sets. But uh, you know, my my email address um, is mhorder at maguswealth.co.uk, um, and my LinkedIn at Matthew Horder. Um, you'll find me on those 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 two. Uh, forms of communication and uh and if you want to follow me on the hunker bunkers then uh just look me up on facebook matt Holder. you'll 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 see me brilliant and and what would you 
leave this sort of this podcast what final message would you like to leave uh, the audience with um it, it really is it really is to give the present moment your fullest attention you know it's where life is it's where everything happens and uh you'll find that when you do that that life will become less stressful um and uh there's a lovely there's a lovely quote that uh that that's in one of my one of my favorite book well not yeah it is my one of my favorite books it's man's search for meaning by victor frankel um and um it, it one of the quotes is there from nietzsche and it's basically it says any man who has a big enough why to live will bear any how very similar to that and and that's really the quote i want to leave you with because it is about the why find that reason you're going to get out of bed in the morning and the how will just take care of itself Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star iTunes review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.